Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you on a Friday. I am Boyd Matheson, and uh, as promised, we're going to have a little different conversation on our Fridays as we come down the uh, home stretch of hour number two. And most of you know that I am just fascinated uh, by people, uh, people of passion, people who uh, do extraordinary things, are pursuing excellence in so many different ways. Uh, and I am really excited uh, to have KSL TV's Kevin Eubank. Uh, chief meteorologist uh, in the building with us, which is a, a nice thing. And uh, Kevin is someone I have admired for years as someone who understands the power of passion uh, and pursuing excellence. And uh, so I invited Kevin to come in and join us. Uh, he is everybody's weatherman. And, uh, but that was not always the case. You didn't always have a, uh, a positive view of those <laughs> in the uh, profession, so to speak. No, Boyd, you're so nice to have me on. And in fact, as a passionate Listener, I'm going to turn that back on you. I've admired who you are and what you do and what you bring every day. And I think the listeners here can really appreciate not only the passion that you have for radio, but the diversity of topics that you address. They're not all easy topics. They're not all softballs that are being lobbed at you. (laughs) It's just uh, I really appreciate listening to you. But thanks for the opportunity to come on. No, in fact, I grew up in a family of seven kids. My father, obviously a meteorologist. Uh, for you know, almost forty well, forty years 40 plus. Years, yeah. uh, and so I grew up. I was born and raised in Bountiful, and he was a meteorologist when I was born, and he uh, is a meteorologist to this day, even if he's retired off of television. But growing up, everywhere we went, people used to ask us about the weather. Teachers would assign me projects about the weather. Science fair opportunities were about the weather. Kids would ask at school, "What's it going to be?" I was so sick and tired of it. I just hated weather. And so, as asked as a teen and youth, you know, are you going to be a weatherman like your dad? It was like, oh my gosh, no, no chance, no, no chance. I'll be a pilot. I'll do whatever else. I can. But I was actually serving a, a, an LDS church mission in Mexico, and I saw um, two little girls that got drowned in a ravine because they didn't realize that a flood was coming mm. down the ravine. And no one realized that it was coming because had they known, they obviously yeah. would have got them out. And for the first time in my life, I connected what meteorologists do to help people to be prepared for what's coming. Now, most of the time, it's not life and death, right? It's, you know, do I drive in the rain or do I not? Do I go in the snow or do I don't? But the truth is, is that for some, it has some some consequences that can be 
life altering. And so that was the first time I ever wrote home to my dad. And I was like, Hey, this storm came, what happened? And he sent me a packet in the mail. It was pre email, (laughs) pre everything. He sent me a packet that had satellite and radar and drawings and showing that the water actually happened about 10 miles away from where we were, but the dry wash that they were in was at the tail end of this run out of flood. And so it just changed my whole course of life of thinking. I got home and I decided that I wanted to pursue meteorology as a career, not because I loved weather the way my dad loved weather. Mm -hmm. I enjoy, I, I, I'm passionate about weather, but I love helping people. People, And that's what resonated with me was I thought, that's what he does. He helps people know what to expect, what to plan for the contractor laying concrete, for the mother trying to get her child Mm -hmm. home from school through Sardine Canyon. Those are big, big issues, and they care about the weather around it. So that was the the change point for me. Yeah, I I think that's so uh, critical when we when we actually connect it to something different. So often we it's kind of the think again moment of you you think it's all about the weather or the charts or the graphs, uh, but it's really about the people. It's all about the people. And I, I can't tell you, I, I was born and raised in this state. I love this state. I love this country. I love the freedoms we enjoy. I love the opportunities we have. Yeah. I love the people that are surrounding by us. I love the diversity that's flowing into our state. Yeah. And we just heard earlier in your broadcast how, how wonderful is it that we have the diversity we have, the different perspectives that we have, along with the civility that we can discuss those things. Yeah. I just I love where we are. And the opportunities that grow here are unlike anywhere else in the world. We have so many opportunities to help people to make a difference in people's lives, and that's what I love. I love my job. People say, hey, Eubank, you know, you can go on TV, and you can be accurate 50% of the time, and you still get paid 100%. (laughs) Like, you're you're almost a paid liar. And it's like, whoa, 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 that's not true. My intent is always to be as accurate as we can. And in weather, the technology has changed so dramatically. To think you hold a device in your hand that gives you unbelievably pinpoint accurate stuff right there when you want it is amazing. Um, and those technologies continue to grow and develop, and that's exciting for me from a business point of view. But the best part of my job is the ability to interact with people, to help people, to teach and inform people, um, and and to relate with people. Yeah. Everyone talks about the weather. I, I said if they asked <laughs> me about day. sports or stocks, I'd be in trouble. But weather, I can I can I can handle that. Oh, that is awesome. Uh, give us one thing from uh, from behind the scenes. What's what's one thing as uh, all of us who consume your your weather uh, and your prognostication? What's the one thing we don't know that goes in uh, to making those forecasts to presenting that uh, every day uh, on the news? What, what don't we know? I'm going to steal you. I'm going to do two things. Two first thing is where where we work. KSL. I've worked at other shops in town. I'm familiar with other shops. This is by far the very best place to do television in perhaps the country. The ownership, the management, the coworkers, the, the commitment to what we do. Some people write in and say, hey, you are so biased to the right. And then the next letter says, you are so, so biased, biased to, to the left. left. And it's like, if the folks actually really knew how much we get on both sides, and that's how you know you're winning, right? That's yeah. how you know you're doing it right when you're getting objections on both sides equally. And, and when it comes to weather... I people behind the scenes don't realize how painstakingly difficult it is and how serious we take trying to give an accurate forecast. I want you to know when that storm's coming. I want you to know what it's going to do. I want you to know whether it's going to be rain or snow. I want you to know how much it's going to happen. It's super easy. We call it, and I, I don't know if I can say this on radio, we call it a cover-your-butt forecast. And my dad laughs all the time because he says, if you see an icon with a rain, a snow, a sun, a cloud, and a lightning bolt, that just means you don't know what you don't you're have doing. No idea what's going He's on. like, you've got to pick one, son. And, and it's like, if it's going to snow, you put snow. If it's going to rain, you put rain. If it's going to be sunny. 
And so we take that really serious. Mm. We want you to know what's going to happen. And what I think a lot of people don't realize is when I wake up in the morning and I look outside and it's either doing or not doing what I said it was going to do or not do, that we take it personally. It's a big deal. It's a yeah. big deal because you wake up and go, "Oh my gosh, it snowed." There's two inches. I said it was going to be a rain mix, and it did. We take that seriously yeah. because we know that people depend on it and they make decisions on it. And we we don't want to lead people astray at all. But that that's probably the backstory that you don't realize is we really do care about it and we do take it take it personally sometimes when we mess up. Awesome. And uh, and just for the record, uh, I I used to always try to convince my math teacher. Uh, that if I could get 33% of the questions right, I could be making $21 million a year as a baseball player. There you go. So if you're hitting 50, you're you're way above the mark. There you go. <laughs> All right. Kevin, you make joining us uh, the best in the business and uh, part of an extraordinary team here at KSL TV. Uh, thanks for stopping no, by today. Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend. All right. Wonderful. It's so important uh, to understand what makes people tick. It's one of the things I love about being able to sit behind this microphone every day is all of the conversations we get to have and all of the things I get to learn. Uh, I just picked up a few new ones from Kevin uh, that we uh, that we need to start applying and thinking through in terms of uh, are we being definitive, definitive enough uh, or are we just kind of splashing a little sunshine, a little rain, <laughs> a little cloud and a, and a little snowflake uh, to just cover our backside uh, to say we covered it, or are we being definitive? Are we really doing the hard work and heavy lifting behind the scenes? Uh, everything can look fun and nice when the camera's on, the lights are on, and everything's rolling, uh, but the real test is are you willing and passionate en- enough to do the hard work and heavy lifting far away from the cameras, far away from the spotlight when nobody's looking? Uh, that is a test for success. It's a test for excellence. And uh, Kevin Eubank and the team uh, do that uh, every single day here at KSL TV. So, again, big thanks to Kevin for joining us. We're going to go ahead and step aside for our last commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the politics of Mother's Day and how it almost didn't happen because Congress got in the way. Find out what that's all about coming up next. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.